Bishukhem, with everybody's permission, happiest Tuesday. Today's Shi'ur is dedicated to the Nishmat Amar Abat Mashiach, Yosef ben Nisan, Liyor Abat Yitzchak, Binyamin ben Yitzchak, Yehuda ben David, Yehuda ben David, Rinat Malka Batan, Shimon ben Mishael, Yitzchak ben Shalomo, Yaakov ben Moshe, Yoshua ben Yitzchak, Binyamin ben David, Rachel bat Yosef, Osnat bat Yehuda, Mordechai ben Yechezkel, Baruch Hashem Tinechem Aganenen, Frader Fuash Lemav, Shemuel ben Rachel, Esther bat Chana, Dan ben Esther, Yehuda ben Esther, Yosef ben Yafa, Nisan ben Chana, Elan Rafa Nalahem. And today we're learning about Zolel Vesove. So buckle your seatbelts, as I just mentioned. My my own my own cheeks are red already. Uh, so and we didn't even start yet. So, Zolel Vesove refers to overeating and overdrinking. Indulgence, uh, indulgence in meat and wine. Uh, and, and unnecessary so before we spoke about Achila and Shtiyah, just eating and drinking in general and the limits here Zolel Vesovei, the expression comes from the Torah with the Ben Sorero More in Parashat Ki that if there's a child who's wayward and, he, and a glut, he steals money from his parents in order to buy meat and to buy, uh, to buy wine in order to get drink and the, the Torah has a mitzvah to kill him that he, he receives the death penalty uh, because his his future is lost if he if he's doing uh, such behaviors, so here's Zolel Vesove now, but it became also a general expression for someone who is just indulging in overindulging, uh, in, in, overindulging in meat and wine. So Zolel Vesove Raato Raba, to overeat and overdrink is bad. Period. Nothing good comes out of it. <laughs> Black and white. Very, very straightforward. It's bad. Check your weight every day. <laughs> Why? No one. He's talking 200 years ago, Let's by see. the way. This is, this is, this, everything of today he's saying incredible. 200 years ago. It's going it's to it, blow our minds. The number one, wow. number one, it, it wipes out your bank account. <laughs> you're, you're spending and spending on unnecessary indulgences and the, on, on the restaurants and on the exact kind of food that, that you want to eat in order to be able to indulge. So number one, it, it wipes your bank account. You, you have the ability to save your money and have your money for good things and things that will be really beneficial to you in the long term. And instead, you're wiping it out on, on the indulgences. $100 steaks. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for the sake of... Foodie. I, I, don't, ah, I, I don't foodie. eat red meat. I don't eat red meat. So I'm good. I'm not sure. Number two. Drink wine. Wow. Number two. It, it's a waste of your time, and all of your the, your days and your years get wasted uh, on what? And, uh, on food. On food. And then, and then what about the memory of who you are as a person? And what about your contributions to to this world? What about the opportunities to, to learn Torah, to do tzedakah, to give and to do for others? No, it's all, all, all goes to waste on indulgences. It goes to waste on uh, going out to restaurants. I'm going to parties. I'm going... Oh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and it's very straightforward. It's, it's not, yeah. This is what the, Don't Egyptian, make your life, yeah. this is what the Egyptians yeah. used to do. Yeah. 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 This is what they the did. Romans used to yeah. do this. Yeah. Right? Today I go to work and tonight eat and drink or party, party or overindulge. And that's life. Now the entire life is work and eat and indulge. And this type of eating, as we, he already mentioned this in Akhilah wow, Shriya, wow, wow, wow. when a person eats more than what is necessary and more than what he needs, 
that eating and that drinking is is feeding the Yetzir Hara. That that eating is only making the Satan stronger. So a person has to eat well that that which is necessary. Listen, the the body is this vehicle in order to function. I need gas in the tank, so there's a there's an amount um, that's necessary. But anything that's over that amount, uh, you're, you're you're just feeding the satan. You're just giving strength. Leave one third on the plate. Yeah, so you're you're not feeding yourself. You're feeding the satan. You're feeding the yetsahara. When a person overeats, uh, he himself, his mind is no longer clear. You become slower. You become sluggish. Most of your behavior and most of your actions after you overate or after you overdrink are not refined, are unrefined. They are not the best that you could possibly be. Right? It holds you back. It holds you back from being the best you can be. When a person eats enough as necessary, it gives strength to your body. Yes. It gives you, you health. It makes you stronger. But once you over one third on the plate, leave once, one third on the plate. Right. Once you get it, then once you get past that point, the eating inhibits you, both in the short term and both in the long term. Yeah. And, and and and. <laughs> Next thing, also from eating and drinking too much, then you go to sleep at night, you're not able to wake up in the morning. Right? And then you miss Minyan in the morning. That's very bad. And this, uh, I just counted a little bit for you. Uh, of all of the trouble and all of the prob- problems that it's come like a vicious cycle. <laughs> from, from over it's exactly what it is keep in mind this is 200 years ago before artificial flavors <laughs> yeah. and all the additives that we have here. sugars all of that it is and all the salty food all natural and fruits all and vegetables that we're eating <laughs> Uh, Muharya, and Muharya writes, who's Muharya? Is the Chida, Rav Chaim Yosef David Azulai, uh, was one of the most well-regarded and famous uh, Sephardic post-game of his time. Besef and Sipor, he wrote, he wrote dozens of books. The, um, uh, we, we have in Sephardic Bed Midrash and Shairachamim an entire shelf, uh, like one entire shelf of Arab Chida's if we get if we get one of his toenails, maybe. So what did he say there? Amru So he says it says in the midrash called Tanad which has legends, so to speak, from Eliyahu Anavi, yes. according to one opinion. When the Gemara says, Tana Debe Eliyahu, some people say that there was a rabbi whose name Eliyahu was Eliyahu. But some say that it was really from Eliyahu Anavi. Yeah, it's a tradition. In parentheses, Hanavi, it's written in some of the Yeah. Series. So there is a machloka. There are two opinions about when it says, Tana Debe Eliyahu, is it really Eliyahu Anavi? There is one opinion. It's really Eliyahu Anavi. And then there's a second opinion that it was there was a a rabbi whose name was Eliyahu. It could have been about so, his, about so his could have been a shiva. Yeah, it could But but as we're going to see soon, he goes with the opinion that this is from Eliyahu yeah. Anavi. Okay. And Harav Chida is telling us a tradition from Eliyahu Anavi. Listen to what it says. Lonit kaptu bnei adam nemita ve'en kol Most people will not come to death. Most people will not come to suffering. Ella mitoch. The only reason that they come to their death and the only reason they come to their suffering and their pains and their aches uh, and their physical ailments and sicknesses and troubles in life 
Achila, Ushtia, Vesimcha, Mehavle, Haolam It's all because of their eating and their drinking and their partying in this world. That's not necessary. I told you, the cheeks are red. The cheeks were red before we came. Who's the person? Who can? Who, how is it not possible that you listen to these words of Eliyahu Anavi? That all of the problems in life, 99% of people, the cause of their death, the cause of their aches and sufferings and pains and illnesses, are because of their eating and drinking and unnecessary partying. Uh, who can hear these words? Your heart gets torn into 12 parts. All of us have to hear this, uh, in myself included. We all have to learn this. We all have to learn. We all have to learn. You hear these words, your heart turns in, splits into 12 parts. You get, you tear your heart into 12 parts. That's it. I, I, I don't want parties anymore. I don't want to go to any social gatherings. I don't want to go anywhere where there's extra free, free food on the table that everyone is jumping on and eating on. I just don't. That's, I, I, I want to live. I want to live. I want to live without suffering. I want to live without pain. I don't. I don't need all of this. Who needs all? This? Two hundred years ago. Two hundred years ago. Free food. Free food. Free food. We learned about eating. Free food. Free food. And Pelayot says, "Umimanafshach." And you know what? It doesn't matter which way you go. If you really believe what he's saying, and that it's true, if you really believe what Eliyahu Navi is teaching us. And then you lie to yourself and you say, ah, no, but, you know, just a little bit here and just a little bit there. Just, ah, <laughs> it's even worse. You open the door. You open the door. Then you're just fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself and you just bring suffering to your soul. You bring suffering both to your body, you hurt your body and your soul. And if you don't believe what Eliyahu Navi says, no, 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 what Eliyahu Navi says is wrong. It's not true that most of our suffering and aches and pains and, uh, uh, and illnesses are coming because of eating and drinking. Wow. So then, <laughs> you're, you're going to get punished for not believing in the Either way. In addition to the in fact addition. that what he said is true, you're going to get punished for not listening to Eliyahu. Also on this. And if a person will say, what do you mean? And this is the way of the world. Uh, that's how everybody is. That's how we all are. And just as we heard, this is what we see. Those who are wealthy and those who have the means, they drink and they get drunk. This is an expression from the Midrash. It says, um, you know, good meat is for your mouth and a good cup of wine is for your mouth. You know, this is what the world is about. Even though it's not Rosh Chodesh, it's not Shabbat, it's not a, it's not a special occasion for me to be having a slightly more than usual. Says you respond to him. Respond to the Yitzhar Harada that's telling you this. That's saying, like, yeah, what do you mean? A little meat is good for the mouth. A little bit of wine is good for the mouth. You go and respond to him. Well, go see what happens because of this. 
What's going to be the end of that meat and the end of that wine? Forget, forget the, the punishment in the world to come for indulgence. Forget the, the spiritual aspect of it. Let's just talk about our physical health and what physically happens. What happens in Olam Abba, I have no idea. I can't tell you. But it's true without a doubt. When you think everything you eat and drink, what happens in the end to it? It comes out. At the end, it comes out as excrement. It just gets turned into excrement. It's in and out. Feces. In and out. In and out. It turns into the most disgusting thing that you want outside of your body. He'll only become ashamed and embarrassment. Wow. You're turning your, your body into a toilet. So, yeah, no, yeah, this is my It says on Shabbat and it says on Yom Tov. On Don't make it like a, that's once out of seven. One meal out uh, of The language is of Yom Simchatchem of Moadechem, but it's referring to the holidays. No, it's not referring to every happy occasion. Yeah. Yom Tov, Shabbat and Yom Tov. <laughs> yes. So or it could be interpreted as limited to those days. Yeah. 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 Only those days. How many days of the year is Shabbat? Even then, and you, don't have to go, you don't have to be a glutton. The way you eat is the concept of the Shema Yitzhak. That's why you have an extra Shema Yitzhak. We are directed to eat the red meat during the Yom Tov. It's associated with our religion. Yes. Yes, a hundred percent. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And the Rambam in the laws of Yom Tov goes out of his way to write that when you're having meat and you're having and you're drinking wine at the at the Yom Tov table, even on the Chag, even on Yom Tov, don't take it too far. Don't think it doesn't mean you know go unlimited. Yeah, you have a little bit in order in order to make it more annoying. But but it doesn't doesn't mean that there's no. What if you don't have red meat, only a little bit of wine? Is okay. Even he said when you eat during the day, he said you should with your meal you should have a half a glass. I heard a beautiful expression from from one from one person on a podcast one time, and he said, "I'm I'm not going to put any garbage into this beautiful body." Don't make it oh, a toilet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so we should eat Hashem, flowers from right? that one. <laughs> God gave me, Hashem gave me a gorgeous and beautiful body. It's true. I, I, I'm, it's not, true. I'm not going to ruin it's it true. by putting garbage into it. We, we all have to learn. Every wow. one of us has to learn. It's true. But he, he said it's this true. 200 years ago and, and until true. today. It hasn't changed. You eat wrong, you feel sick the day after. You drink right, you drink too much, you feel sick the day after. Very true. That the same people that are preparing those foods for you, they don't have your best interests in mind. Right? They're the ones that are causing impurity to you. They're the ones that are turning your body into a toilet. Uchvar Katav Rabbeinu Arambam and the, the great rabbi Arambam wrote Zichron Bracha and he's quoting Moran of Uchim right now he's yes. quoting the guy to the perplexed Whenever men get together to get drunk together 
It's exceedingly wow. shameful. Oy, boy. And it's even more shameful than oh, It would be better than for them to have a gathering together naked without clothes, but sober. Why? Why? How come? The Rambam says something amazing. He, said, he says that if a group is together naked, but sober, but they didn't drink. They're sober, but they don't have clothes on. At some point, somebody who's there, one of them or somebody there can say, hey, what are we doing? Like, what are we, crazy? And then, and at least they're within their minds to be able to understand what they're, say, doing. What they're doing. And okay, and then maybe we'll fix it. This is not appropriate. But once you start drinking, everything is permitted at this okay, point. Okay, no problem. Say drink, whatever you want. No problem. Do say whatever you want. Do whatever you want. You can come to murder. You know what happens in the bars? People get drunk and then they start shooting each other. And then, they, then they start murdering. Even murdering becomes permitted. Even murdering becomes mutar. Vena margeshim and you don't feel it. It's an excellent, excellent question, and and I can tell you that amongst boards and even between rabbis, it's debated all the time. It's it's always, always debated. Yeah, it's a marketing tactic because we want to bring people to to Kanisa because yes, the statistics and the numbers. But after we learn, we're gonna stop. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put celery on the table on Shabbat. Shabbat is a problem. People who have diabetes, they're eating the best we could be learning right now. But there's good news. There's only one good news here. Peleyot is very pro coffee. That one has the benefit. 16 hour fast. Only drink coffee for 16 hours. You should have told me 50 years ago. Never too late. Never too late. So I think we're going to, yeah, we're going to pause over here. We're going to finish this tomorrow and we're going to. Oh, Rabbi, Rabbi, I cannot breathe. This is very powerful. I think this is one we have to listen to regularly. And we have to ingrain it in ourselves. You suffocated us today. Have a wonderful day. Happiest Tuesday.